and welcome to Bookseller by Zay. I'm Maddie, a bookseller at an independent bookstore in central Ohio. This is a podcast about books, bookselling, and random tidbits about working in this corner of the book industry. Today's topic is the life of a bookstore social media manager. Let's start with the basics. What does a week of content look like when you are doing social media for a small business? I try to post on social media every day, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those are our three main platforms. We also had a YouTube channel, but that was mostly a log for virtual event recordings. The most important thing every single week, I would always highlight what books just came out every week. New books come out on Tuesday, so I just use the same hashtag, new release Tuesday. People love a good photo of a book stack. That always did really well. One of the things that I really like to highlight on social media as well, and I think would get a very positive response from customers, is the staff picks. That's one of the big reasons people love independent bookstores, is you get to hear from the booksellers themselves, get to know their personalities and their reading tastes. So for me, highlighting staff picks was on social media was another great way to do that. I try not to do it too often, though, because I think it dilutes it a little bit. There are some types of content like glamour shots, staff pics, pictures of chalk art. Those kinds of things tend to do really well, but I like to spread them out because the more you do them, the less of an impact they have. Another thing that's really great is trending book recommendations. If something is going absolutely wild, whether it's viral on TikTok or it's just hit the New York Times bestseller list and it's all that anyone's talking about, those are an easy way to just remind people, hey, we've got that book too. Uh, Finally, events are another thing that I post about a lot. My previous bookstore was very event focused, so we had a lot going on in the events calendar and that would require advertising across several platforms. It's interesting because I'll talk about this in a minute. Different platforms lend themselves a little bit better to different topics. It's all about finding a balance, whether it's store content, event content, or filler slash glamour content, like I was saying, pictures of the storefront, chalk art, stuff like that. Figuring out when to post what and getting a good blend, I think, is the key to success in that sense. So you don't want people to feel like they're just getting the same thing every single day. And that was one of the things that I kind of struggled with is, you know, I want to recommend books to people and book recommendations do pretty well across all our platforms, but it's hard to keep them visually distinct. You you look at the Instagram grid, they all kind of look the same. Even though the covers are different, it's, you know, there are only so many ways you can style a book, right? And that, I would say, book recommendations are the kind of things that go well on any social media platform. The one thing that's tricky is the events. Those do horribly on Instagram. Isn't that interesting? They do fine on Facebook and they do fine on Twitter, but Instagram, nobody would like those posts. Twitter is great because the organizations that are associate, you know, the authors and the community partners are active on Twitter, and so it's very easy to get them to repost, share with their friends, and that would sometimes gain us a little bit of traction for those events. Facebook is just kind of... Sometimes when you're posting on Facebook as a business, it feels like you're screaming into the void. And I don't... I don't mean that in a really bad way. It's just, you know, 
You got the the loyal crew that would always like the posts. Shout out to my mom for always liking those posts and shout out to one of our regular customers who's an absolute angel and would also like every single one of my posts. You guys keep me going. One of the other big things that I did was responding to customer inquiries. Responding to customer messages in a timely manner is really important. It's hard when you're the only person doing it because the customer doesn't really think about the fact that there is a person behind the screen. So they'll be sending a message at like 11 p.m. and I'm in bed reading, or let's say it's my day off. They don't know that. The brand, to them, the brand is always running. So it kind of erodes work-life boundaries in that way because the customer expects a quick response from the brand in TM, but I'm just one person and I'm doing my best, but sometimes stuff slips through the cracks. The other thing is, again, I'm just one person. So when people write messages to us, especially the mean ones, like we didn't get that many mean messages, but there were a few periods of time when we would get stuff from people and I'm the only one who sees that. And that sucks. Having to read every single one of those and knowing that they are not upset with me personally, they are upset with the brand or with something that happened to them while they were at the store or an impression that they had of the business. I get that, but I'm the first line of defense and boy, is it hard to read those messages over and over again. I'm a sensitive person and it's hard for me not to take it to heart and that is a big struggle. You have to really, working in retail in general, you have to build a thick skin, but reading people's comments, reading messages, and, and you have to read them. You can't ignore them. It is your job to pay attention. That can be rough if sometimes people don't have nice things to say. Again, that didn't really happen that often, but the times that it did, it was pretty rough. In a similar vein, uh, because you are the one person reading those comments, the flip side of that is that you are the one person producing the content that people see. So going into the bookstore, there are any number of booksellers that could be at work that day, and so the customer's experience is going to change. But there's only one person putting out the public-facing image of the brand, and that's me, the social media person. So in that sense, you have a lot of power when you're in that role because you can do a lot to change the image of the brand, the perception of the brand, if you are given free reign to do so. I didn't really feel like I had the full control that I would have liked. Coming into a pre-existing brand, we always joked it was kind of like the Live Laugh Love poster, and I didn't want to push that too hard. We were at this point where it was like, well, the, the stuff that we're posting right now is generally appealing to our existing audience. As like, do I want to grow the audience and you know, appeal to a different group of people and make content that wouldn't be as interesting to our customer base? Or do I just keep giving the existing customer type the content that they really like to see? And that was a tough one for me because it never felt authentic to my voice. And that was so, so hard because I, obviously I'm doing a podcast about books and book selling. I'm very passionate about what I do. Feeling like I lacked creative control in certain aspects of that job was really hard because that's because social media management is something that can be creatively fulfilling but in my case it wasn't always that way another part of my job that started in covid times was doing the virtual events like i mentioned earlier we did a lot of events at the bookstore and obviously when covid started we had to postpone those i still very vividly remember the last event we did was with james mcbride fascinating event my, the 
he is absolutely hilarious. Don't tell anyone I said this, but I usually don't pay attention to these author events. But James McBride was so funny. I couldn't help but listen to what he was saying. It was just absolutely amazing. Anyway, we had to pivot. Listen, you're going to hear me say pivot probably 45 times, but just let it happen and know that I hate it. So we pivoted to events on Zoom. At the beginning, we were kind of debating what format we should use because some booksellers are using Zoom, some were using Crowdcast, some were using StreamYard. They each had their pros and cons. My bookstore ended up going with Zoom. So it was my job to learn the ins and outs of Zoom and be proficient enough with it to run those events. The bookstore owner, we had a history in broadcast journalism, so she wanted to produce a very high-quality show. And when I say show, I really do mean show. She would prepare a script for everything that she said. It included audio and visual cues for me working on the back end. I actually had a lot of fun doing that, even though at the beginning it was a little touch and go. I mean, just think back to when you were learning how to use Zoom at the beginning of the pandemic. It took me a while, but that got the hang of it. We ended up doing book clubs in Zoom meetings. That was kind of fun. People would get to talk about the book for the first half of the program like they normally would when they were in store. And it was nice because we had a larger group than most in-person book clubs. We had some where there were more than 70 people show up, which is absolutely incredible. I think at an in-person book club, we really never had more than 40 except for a few special cases. And then in the second half of the program, we would bring the author in to do an interview with the book club facilitator. One of the things that was cool on the virtual event sphere is that we could bring people in that wouldn't be in central Ohio for their tour stop. And they could come in and talk to the book club, which was so, so cool. And people responded really well to that. We were having great attendance at our book clubs. And it ended up being higher average attendance for all of those book clubs than most of our regular events, except for the really big ones. So I would say we had a pretty successful run with the virtual events. The thing that was difficult about it was, as the one person running the Zooms on the staff, not only was I doing all of the pre-work and the night of work myself, but all of the book selling stuff related to that fell on my shoulders. Previously, when we did events in the store, everyone was aware of the events. Everyone took turns working them because it just, you know, whoever happened to be working that night was working the event, unless it was a big one and we brought someone else in. But in the COVID times, I was the only one who was running those. The one final thing that I want to talk about is the idea of the never-ending content mill. And this is part of the reason I'm very glad to not be a social media manager anymore. You're just, there's always, always, always more. It feels so endless. Running social media for a bookstore or for any small business can be a lot of fun. It can be creative. It can bring joy to you, but it is also exhausting. There's this pressure to create good, engaging content every single day, and you can't always post the same thing on all platforms. I tried to just to make sure that there was activity on all our social media, but you have to tailor stuff, and that means more work because, if again, if you are feeling like you have to post every single day or multiple times a day on certain platforms, it's just a lot of work. And again, there's so much of it. And even though you get that little bit of dopamine when people hit the like button, sometimes it just feels like you're screaming into the void. So for that reason, I am glad to be taking a break from it for now. But I suspect I will be interested in it again at some point. So I'll keep my eyes on the horizon on that. I think it it is something I see myself doing again in the future because it, it is... Because it can be a lot of fun.
This has been Bookseller by Day. I'm Maddie. You can find me on Instagram at wanderingbardbooks. Thank you to Rachel Humbert for designing my cover art, and thank you for listening.